presented by Meta. Hey, good morning, playbookers and Raghumanavalan. It's Tuesday. Coming up, a preview of today's abruptly announced January 6th hearing. It's your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. On Monday afternoon, the House January 6th committee, which was supposed to be on a hiatus for the next two weeks, abruptly announced it would be holding a hearing today at 1 p.m. to, quote, present recently obtained evidence and receive witness testimony. The star witness today is Cassidy Hutchinson, a former executive assistant to ex-chief of staff Mark Meadows, who's already testified three times behind closed doors back in February, March, and May. Hutchinson quite simply knows a lot. Before, on, and after January 6, she had close proximity to both Meadows and then-President Donald Trump. She told the committee back in March, quote, Almost all, if not all meetings Mr. Trump had, I had insight on. She's already been the source of a series of extraordinary revelations. Politico's Betsy Woodruff-Swan and Kyle Cheney reported back in May that Hutchinson, quote, told the panel investigating the Capitol attack that she saw Meadows incinerate documents after a meeting in his office with Representative Scott Perry. Hutchinson testified that she remembered a Secret Service agent, quote, coming in and saying that we had intel reports saying that there could potentially be violence on the 6th. Hutchinson told the committee that the White House Counsel's Office, during a meeting with Meadows and Rudy Giuliani and others, advised that the scheme to have alternate electors meet and cast votes for Trump was not legal. Hutchinson has given detailed testimony about a number of House Republicans who were involved with pressuring former Vice President Mike Pence to reject electors during the joint session of Congress and encouraging protesters to march on the Capitol January 6th. She was also the key source for the revelation that six House Republicans sought pardons from Trump for their roles in the events of January 6th. And in an extraordinary excerpt of her testimony that's been released, Hutchinson said that conversations about seizing voting machines, appointing Sidney Powell as a special counsel, and invoking martial law were stopped because, quote, it became clear that there would be mass resignations, including lawyers in the White House Counsel's Office. All of this has become known in recent months from information revealed in litigation, leaks to reporters, and video snippets of Hutchinson's testimony played during two of the committee's public hearings. Hutchinson was always going to be a crucial witness, and seemed likely to go public in one of the committee's July hearings. What's not known is why the committee is rushing her out into public today. Politico recently reported that Hutchinson switched lawyers. Her previous counsel, Stefan Passantino, the Trump White House's chief ethics lawyer, had ties to Trump world. Her new attorney, Jody Hunt of Alston Bird was the chief of staff to Jeff Sessions when the former attorney general recused himself from the Russia investigation, which ruptured his relationship with Trump. Hunt's DOJ background has led to some speculation that today's hearing is somehow related to the department's recently stepped up activity on January 6 related matters. Last week, FBI agents acting on behalf of the DOJ IG's office seized the phone of lawyer John Eastman, and investigators raided the home of former DOJ official Jeffrey Clark. While the news of Hutchinson's appearance eventually leaked out last night, even some members of the committee were in the dark about the urgency of the meeting. It's possible there's more to the hearing than just her. There could be additional witnesses, and the recent evidence the committee referred to might come from the footage obtained from documentary filmmaker Alex Holder. Some new tips that have come to the committee's attention or new Trump White House documents that the National Archives has agreed to hand over. 
Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. President Joe Biden has already met with the German Chancellor Olaf Scholz, French President Emmanuel Macron, and British Prime Minister Boris Johnson, and delivered remarks at the final session of the G7 summit. He's now on his way to Madrid, still to come. Biden will head to Spain, where he'll have a bilateral meeting with Spanish President Pedro Sanchez to talk Ukraine and Russia. Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre and National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan will gaggle on Air Force One on the way to Madrid. The House is out today. The January 6th committee will hold its latest hearing at 1 p.m. The Senate is out today. It's also primary day in Colorado, Illinois, Mississippi, New York, Oklahoma, and Utah. According to Politico's Steve Shepard, quote, Democrats have a lot riding on Tuesday's primaries, the Republican primaries, that is. Facing hurricane-force electoral headwinds in November, Democrats have launched an unprecedented effort to meddle in GOP nominating contests across the country. Elevating extreme candidates and attacking Republican hopefuls they view as greater threats in the general election. Tuesday's races feature four races in which Democratic candidates or groups are seeking to influence Republican primary voters, including a more than $30 million effort in the Illinois governor's race. There are also multi million dollar campaigns to boost far right Republican statewide candidates in Colorado, the one time swing state where then President Donald Trump was trounced two years ago. You can catch the rest of that preview and more news about what's breaking in D.C. right now in today's playbook. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Raghu Munavalan. Have a good Tuesday. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. One day in the metaverse, doctors will practice high-risk surgeries as many times as needed before operating on real patients. Education will be more immersive, allowing art students in Ohio to visit museums across the world without a plane ticket and giving science students in Florida the opportunity to sail through Saturn's rings. The metaverse will also transform workplace training. Imagine a world where engineers can disassemble and reassemble engines thousands of times without wasting materials or where aspiring city planners can build hundreds of cities before a single real building is ever constructed. The metaverse may be virtual, but the impact will be real. Learn more about what Meta is building for the Metaverse at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.